0: Lessons, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue going through the Scripture, and we're in the book of John right now. And we're about to end uh, what is often referred to, to as the prologue, uh, chapter 1 of John, verses 1 through 14. We've covered 1 through 13, but today I thought we'd do something just a little bit different. I, I want to read the last verse of this, verse 14, and then I want to back up and just read the entire thing. Again all the way through. We've looked at it in in bits and pieces over over the last two or three episodes, but I want us to get a flow of what's said right here. So in John chapter one, verse fourteen, it says this, and the word, and, and the word is the Lord Jesus Christ. We see that from the context of what we've examined so far. The word became flesh, took on the form of flesh, and dwelt among us. That dwelt literally means encamped among us. And we saw his glory. And that word glory is an amazing thing. Uh, it, it literally means uh, like an appearance. It, it, it means to think, to recognize, to, uh, to give a proper account of. It's just all sorts of things that, it, that it's derived from. So the Lord says, and the word became flesh, dwelt among us, and we saw his Glory. Glory as of the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, this only begotten is really, really important. You see it in the authorized version. You see it in this version right here of the New American Standard that I'm reading. And begotten means this, uh, a one of a kind, unique. It's the only one of a kind. And so a lot of times people say, well, that means that uh, God created Jesus as his son, and he's the only one of his kind. Jesus is the only one of his kind, but he was not created. Because when you see the balance of the scripture, even the passage we're about to review here again, we see that the Father and Son have been together as one. Now, uh, some modern translations, like the English Standard Version, which I use all the time, says, Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. That phrase "only begotten is not a quaint little archaic phrase. It is extremely important. It should not have been extracted from any translation because we need to understand it's the uniqueness of the Lord that's being emphasized here and mm-hmm. what he is doing. So let's go back to John chapter one verse 1 and it says this. Just read the entire 14 verses. In the beginning was the word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. There was the true light, which coming into the world enlightens every man. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own. And those who were his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we saw his glory, Glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. This is quite a descriptive passage of showing who Jesus Christ is and what happened to him. How he was received by some and rejected by others. The things that he has done in the past, how the Lord is the one who literally created everything, who spoke things into existence. John wants us to know this from the very beginning. If you remember the purpose of his writing, he tells us this over in John uh, chapter 20, I think verse 30, something like that. He says that these signs I have given you, I have written these signs to where you might believe that Jesus is the Christ and that by believing have life eternal. That was his point and that was his purpose. So at the very beginning of the writing, he wants us to know exactly who this Jesus is. He wants us to know who the Word is. He wants us to know that the Word is the very glory, actually the exact representation of Father, of Father God. He wants us to know that he is full of grace. He wants us to, know, us to know that Jesus is full of truth, that in him is life. He actually describes him as the light. You know, in other words, he enlightens, he reveals And the darkness just didn't comprehend the darkness being those of the world. The darkness also being those in uh, Judaism that did not believe. And he tells us that he will enlighten every man if man will do what? If they will receive him and if they will believe. You know, I asked you that in our last time together. Have you received? Have you believed? That is a worthy question, and it's something that we need uh, to be uh, examining ourselves, according to 2 Corinthians, but also speaking out these truths to everyone else we encounter. The days are drawing to an end, and we need to be testifying, even as John did. Uh, Have you received, and have you believed? Again, I'm Dale. Uh, Thank you for this time together. Uh, Do pass the uh, word to one another about these times, and I'll see you again later.